You're a small business. You work hard, but you don't have a huge marketing budget, and you're always looking for new ways to find customers. Have you ever thought about audio? You're listening to an ad right now, aren't you? Introducing AudioGo, a new online platform that lets you run ads on the top podcast and digital radio stations. Don't have a radio ad? We'll make one for you. Sign up for free today at audiogo.com. AudioGo, audio advertising made simple. Amen. Glory to God. My name is Kathy Brox, and this is the LUTG Radio Show. Amen. Glory to God. And so um, we've got about 45 minutes here that I'm going to try and get as much information as I possibly can. I might even break it up into like a few short pieces. Because sometimes we don't have 45 minutes to listen to somebody talk, right? Okay, all right. So it's just not, it's not just me. You know, I'd be like, look, give me the meat and then... No, I go ahead and dice it up the way I want to, right? Right. Okay. (laughs) All right, so let's open up with some prayer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God, for this day. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that you woke me up out of a sweet sleep to say good morning. I thank you, Heavenly Father. I thank you, Lord God, for waking me today. I thank you, Lord God, for giving me joy, and I know that my joy is... Amen. Comes from you. Amen. I am strong because of the Lord. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for allowing me to be a blessing. You show me an example of blessing in the son, in the form of your son, Jesus, and all the many things that you have done th- uh, for us throughout history and throughout this present season. So I thank you, Heavenly Father. And I am expectant, O oh Lord, that you have many more great things to do for us. And to bless us and to keep us in your perfect peace. I love you, Lord. Ooh, hey, how I love the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Some of you folks want to blow a kiss at the Lord. I mean, you can do that. He wants your words. I mean, you want to blow a kiss, you can blow a kiss. You gotta do what I do. I learn. I'm 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 learning to control myself. <laughs> All right. I keep going off the. I keep going off off topic when I when I'm talking to y'all. I get to talking, and I imagine myself standing in front of a crowd of people talking on the radio, and and you know sometimes I imagine myself standing in front of Jesus going, ooh. I wish I could think more than, ooh. <laughs> Wait, I'm lying, I'm lying, I'm lying. When you're in front of Jesus, you can't even say that. You can't say that, especially if on your heart is going, oh, my goodness, you so fine. Oh, my God. It's like you saying, you, you what, you sinning and you saying his name in vain. <laughs> Let Kathy cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> You absolutely, <laughs> you absolutely cannot sin in front of Jesus. I kid you not. Ask Jesus if you could be in his presence. <laughs> if you can be in his presence, if you, you know, you just want to meet Jesus. Kathy said that I can't even have a dirty thought in front of you. I, ca- I can't even say things like you cute. I can't say it in front of you because I can't get the sin out. I want to know, is that true? 
He's going to tell you to read the Bible and you'll see it for yourself. Or you can just say, Lord, I just want to have a conversation, conversation, conversation. And he already knows the intent of your heart. He already knows what, you, what you're thinking, right? <laughs> so you're like, now, for real, God, I'm humble. I'm humble, Lord. And I'm just saying, I heard you fine. Hey. Now, <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> You're like, how is she laughing so hard with all the things going on in the world? Because we have the victory. Yeah. Now, y'all don't want me to start singing now. I'm not one of them trained singers. I wasn't even. Put it like this. They thought I sang so bad that I wasn't even allowed in the gospel free choir. <laughs> so, <laughs> and I wasn't dating a pastor this time. And so <laughs> one time I was dating this pastor, right? <laughs> I was dating this pastor. And I wanted I wanted to be on the choir long before he even came along, right? And they but they kept telling me no, you know, this, you know, it ain't big enough or, you know, it's just for the Spanish, you know, you don't really speak Spanish. I'm like, to sing, I ain't got to be able to speak Spanish. I just got to be able to know how to say the words. I was like, train me. He's like, well, you got to go to school to learn how to sing. <laughs> I'm like, uh, ain't the church the school? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Habla Espa English. under his breath now nah, you and the pastor y'all there doing the nasty you want to come up here and sing talking about trying to lead worship and y'all with that bumping boots and you know, like that knocking boots <laughs> i was like see what happened was uh it ain't my fault he came at me and uh <laughs> you like kathy how are you laughing at that you're laughing at sin because i'm over it I haven't done it. And and so, <laughs> and so anyway, when he told me no, I was all like all heartbroken. And I was like, Jesus, they won't let me sing in the choir. And lo and behold, my cousin comes up and go, uh, well, you can sing in the audience with us. It's the same thing. <laughs> it don't just take somebody to make it real for you. <laughs> Oh, okay. Shut up. <laughs> you boohooing about singing in a choir and they ain't but two feet from you. So <laughs> they ain't but two feet from the crowd anyway. So <laughs> it's just like you in your living room. It don't matter. You you can just sing. All you got to do is turn around and face the crowd. You'll be in the choir. 
y'all need me to hear. <laughs> need to laugh a little bit. <laughs> okay, so ah, I'm just serving myself up on a plate to make you laugh today. <laughs> uh, so, some of y'all like, shut up, girl. <laughs> blasphemy. <laughs> no, you know what's real blasphemy? <laughs> Here's a real blasphemy for you. Let's say you know somebody, you know, that's kind of like bro, man. They from the fifth floor, right? Now, bruh man, he make good money, but bruh man don't like to go shopping. Because bruh man, when he come home from work, he like to sleep, and then he come down to your house to eat. But bruh man sitting on like two, three million dollars. And bruh man like, I ain't got no money. Can you give me something to eat? And you buying food with food stamps. (laughs) <laughs> Yo, bruh, man, go buy some food. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> y'all know, y'all know that person. Y'all know good and darn well that you know somebody that's sitting tight on some money, right? But they ain't never got no money in their pocket and they ain't never got no food in the refrigerator. Not ever. No matter what you say to them. It's always, nope, uh, nah, I ain't got nothing. Man, sorry. What you got? Oh, oh man, can I can I get half of your sandwich? You like, what? Yeah, man, here, yeah, dang. You want my soda too? Oh, man, for real? <laughs> Y'all know good and darn well. <laughs> and you can laugh at it now, right? Because you you staying at home right now because of the coronavirus, and so you you thinking in your in the back of your mind, yo, dude, what bro man eating? Cause we ain't there to feed him. <laughs> I know y'all done thought of that, <laughs> and if you didn't, now you do. <laughs> I know y'all thought about that. Like, yeah, dog. Dang, did he, I bet you he lost 100 pounds because ain't nobody there to feed him. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So speaking of coronavirus, we're going to get halfway serious here. I'm going to give you some info. And uh, <clears throat> now, this ain't no official info. This is just like what, you know, the body of Christ is doing, what we doing, you know, to keep ourselves tight and straight. You know what I'm saying? So if we coughing, it's because we done fell on the floor laughing. If if we sneezing, it's because we done laughed so hard, we done swallowed our gum, and it's coming out our nose. That's what <laughs> You're like, y'all laughing at coronavirus? We ain't laughing at the people getting sick. We laughing at the source of the sickness. You're like, well, who's the source of the sickness? Satan, D-E-V-I-L, devil, sin. That's that dude. You're like, how you know? Here's a question. God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So if God didn't give us a spirit of fear, who gave it to you? 
who's always trying to make you scared? Somebody tell you, yo, man, give me $15, and I'm going to give you a ticket for a horror movie that's going to scare you so bad, you can't even sleep in your own apartment that you pay $2,500 a month for. You're going to go back home to your mama and sleep in your and sleep in her bed, not even in your own old room. You're going to snuggle in between your mama and your daddy, and your daddy going to be real mad. <laughs> Y'all know that's happened. Y'all sit up there <laughs> and watch the movie that was so scary that you turned on every light in the house. You calling your friends. You making them sit on the phone with you. You make them come over your house and sleep in the same room or at least the same house with you because you are so scared. that You, you sit up there and watch that movie when you knew you should have watched that movie. But I got to ask you, who is always trying to get you scared? I mean, like, I know Ellen does this thing where she trying to scare people. But she ain't trying to scare people to the point where they're terrorized and they're afraid to go to sleep. It's silly how she do that. But <laughs> it makes people laugh, right? They be so scared, they, they laugh and they pee themselves. But the enemy, he's trying to scare you to the point that you're so scared you can't think. You're so enfevered with fear that you you yelling at everybody you screaming and you crying and you can't tell whether to cry or to or to scream or you don't know whether to wash your hands or to not wash your hands and you trying to figure out do i put on clothes today or do i not put on clothes i might as well go outside naked because i might die tomorrow anyway you messed up yo you straight up jacked don't nobody put God don't put that kind of fear in you. The only fear that you hear from God is reverence. I love the book of Matthew. And the reason why I love the book of Matthew, because in the book of Matthew, there's the Lord's Prayer. I believe you can also find it in Luke. But in the book of book of Matthew, there's the Lord's Prayer. And it always talks about hollow. To hollow means to give reverence. It means to uplift and you it, it's to honor God. You know what I mean? Hallowed be thy name. It's kind of like your old neighbor when you were little, he was like, you, you know, you, you got first introduced to him and your mom would say, baby, this is Mr. Johnson here, Mr. And they would never tell you what Mr. Johnson's first name was. And why was that? Because I dare you say his name. You better not. You better call him Sir or Mr. Johnson. Don't call him Eric Johnson or John Johnson or Matthew Johnson. His name to you is Mr. Johnson. And his first name is Mr. You don't know any other name. You heard. (laughs) You like, what? It's all about that reverence. And so the same respect that your parents were trying to teach you to call, to, to address your neighbors and how to treat your neighbors, God wants, well, that's a mustard seed of faith, how you treat your neighbor. He's like, well, I want that plus, but I'll start off with a mustard seed. Because he said, my name is sovereign. My name is a blessing to you. I want you to honor me. I want you to love me. Love me the way my son 
loves the church because he volunteered to down the cross for y'all. He volunteered to go into hell and he knew what hell was like. And he was like, yo, pops, I'll go for him. I know they're going to mess up. I'll do it. I know they can't do it themselves. I know they can't fix it. Yo, pops, I'll do it. I'll do it. I got you. I got you, love. I got you. <laughs> In the book of Matthew, it says, in chapter 6, verse 9, it says, Our Father, which art in heaven, <clears throat> hallowed be thy name. That's reverence and honor. Like, Lord most high. Street would be, yo, my dog, my nigga. But don't ever call God, God dog or nigga. I, he don't deal with that slang. He'd be like, what you say? <laughs> So it goes, our father, which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen means to agree. And it, it, one more, verse 14 says, For if we forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. That's interesting. And that's very important. That's the King James Version. If we forgive uh, those that trespass against us, if we forgive men that trespass, if we forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. How many people want to be forgiven? I mean, in a time of coronavirus, when so many people are dropping dead, you would think forgiveness would be the number one thing. Yo, man, you stepped on my shoe. That's all right. That's all right. You know, normally I would have punched you in the face, but, you know, corona. You get a pass. Corona. Pass, baby. Oh, here's another one. Yo, girl, I know you did not just look at my man like that. Young Bucks. We done slapped her across the face. She like, that's all right, sweetheart. It's Corona. Corona. I'm going to give you a pass. <laughs> and some of y'all like, well, look, HIV is up in here. I ain't trying to fight. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to say HIV and Corona. You get a pass. And God is like, look, this is not a circumstantial type of forgiveness. This is straight up forgiveness. I don't want your forgiveness according to your circumstances. I want you to forgive and to forgive and let it go and don't go pick it back up like you're going to pick up a pair of earrings from your friend who you let them use your earrings over five years ago and then all of a sudden you want your earrings back. And you done seen them wear them earrings five, 20, 15 times. But all of a sudden your husband go, oh, those earrings are cute. He go, those are mine. That was my compliment. You're going ballistic. Now, not only do you have unforgiveness in your heart, but now you're jealous. You got a spirit of jealousy on you. And that's also a spirit of sin. 
You find that in Galatians chapter 5. God is good, but God, not but, because but means to cancel out a thing. God is good, and he wants you to forgive everyone for everything that they may have done. Now, that includes the current president, the former president, and all those that have come before the person that is in there now. you like, what? He gets a pass? He gets forgiveness. And then we hold his feet to the fire to do the right thing by the country. So you can hold a person's feet to the fire to do the right thing and still forgive them. Because without forgiveness, you harbor hate in your heart and you cannot think, you cannot focus to hold his feet to the fire. Hold his feet to the fire and pray for him at the same time. Donald Trump, you should have ordered all these parts and distributed them. I forgive you for your whatever you, for whatever reason you did this, I forgive you. I forgive you, but we're demanding for you to act like you are the CEO of the United States. Act like a president, because that is greater than a CEO. We need you to act like the supreme CEO. You know what I mean? You're like, what's the supreme CEO? The president, crazy? See, the president's position is a civil position. That's kind of like saying, I volunteer... I volunteer because even though he gets paid for the job, nobody gets paid enough to be president. Why? Because you get shot at on a regular basis. On a regular basis, there's always somebody thinking, I wonder how can I knock this person off? I don't like them. This suit was ugly. Their shoes were ugly. Their hair is terrible. Uh, Man, they had steak for dinner. People think of all kinds of crazy things. For example, walk down the street in a new pair of jump, new pair of jumpers. When, back in the day, if you when I when I was growing up, you walk down the street in a new pair of jumpers, you liable to get your head block knocked off for those shoes. People do crazy things. This, all kinds of crazy run through their mind. That's because they not saved, man. They don't have any, they don't have the love in their heart that they need. And you get that love when you get forgiveness. And ultimate full-on forgiveness comes from the Lord. And because he forgives you, he's a, He's asking you, forgive others that have trespassed against you. Forgive them. Forgive them, man. You know what I mean? Forgive them. The blood of Jesus is more than enough. The blood of Jesus is more than this coronavirus. I heard on um this guy from um it was like a a friend of a friend, one of the Harvard I guess uh, biochemists or epidemiologists. They're saying that one of the reasons or doctors they're saying that one of the reasons why the people are dying so quickly is because whenever they felt the pain or felt that they had the flu, they did what most people do. They go take an ibuprofen or some other pain pill. But the thing is, 
those are muscle relaxers and muscle relaxers relaxes the muscle so when the muscles relax it does not contract and push out the things that it needs to do because it's like yo what's up i'm in the cut oh man this stuff is straight oh snap man you see that fly pass i should have caught that yo you see that bacteria that man i need to push this phlegm off of yo man i'm in the cut oh shoot man i should help her cough a little bit get that out of there but i'm so relaxed i ain't making fun of coronavirus i'm trying to explain to you how those how those muscle relaxers act in your body and that's exactly what it does it tells your muscles, yo, man, I got this. Relax, chillax. You ain't got to do nothing. And normally that stuff makes you feel better because you're like, man, you know, it ain't twitching and and in pain no more. I'm straight. But uh, your body is not able to defend itself. And so normally it will be swatting that bacteria. Bam, bam, bam. Get out of here. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Get out of here. It'll make you, your your lungs will make you spit that stuff out. You drink water, your lungs be like, yeah. Be straight kicking that bacteria's butt. And so I'm hearing from these doctors, they're saying, you know, take some Tylenol. I'm like, snap, what about the people that are allergic to Tylenol? That's acetaminophen, that's Tylenol. I say, take communion every morning. Take communion every morning. Communion is a wafer and some water and the blood of Jesus and the body of God. And it is faith and it is good. Amen. Jesus died on a cross that we may live, baby. God is better than any medicine. He is the doctor. He is the doctor. He is ready to heal you straight up. God is ready to heal you. You're like, girl, you sound like something from the 90s. You all hip-hop and everything. I ain't hip-hop. I'm hip to Jesus. I grew up in the 90s, so I talk like this. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I talk like this. I went to college. I know I went to college. I'm educated. And I can talk absolutely very professional if you would like me to. However, I grew up in the 90s. What are you going to do about it? That's just how it is. But it don't matter how I talk. I'm telling you that God loves you and he wants the best for you. I'm going to give you these scriptures because I'm running low on time. I want you to take Psalms 91, the entire thing. I think it's only like 16 lines. And I want you to pray it over yourself. Wherever you see like a pronoun that's addressing man and not God, that's where you put your name. He that dwells in a secret place of the Most High. That's talking about God. So, I'm talking about Jesus. Jesus dwelling in a secret place of the Most High. And who did Jesus come for? Us. (laughs) He came for us. That's a love letter. To us saying, do like me. Psalms 91 is a love letter to us saying, yo, 
do like Jesus, do like me. It's a foretelling and it's a, it's a pre-telling. It's telling you how Jesus lives before Jesus put himself on a cross. He was still, he was going in and out of the father. His task had already been completed. His birth was just a matter of walking it out and showing us what it was that he did. He already received the victory. We just had to see it and record it. Psalms 91, get all over that. Take communion in the morning. Matter of fact, just take communion every time you eat. Every time you eat. This is the body. Take a piece of bread, a tiny piece of bread. This is all crack or whatever. This is the body. Take some water. You got water, juice, soda. I don't know what you got in your house. I don't know if you got a lot or a little. But whatever you got, if it's in water form, this is the blood. You feel me? Get you some scriptures. And I'm going to give you, I'm going to put a bunch of, I'm going to give you these scriptures right now. You can do first Peter three eighteen. It says for Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous of the for the uh, for sins, the righteous of the unrighteous to bring you to God. He was put to death in the body, but made alive in the spirit. That is true. Jesus actually is alive. He's alive. I saw him myself. He's alive. No joke. That's the real. I saw Jesus saved me when I was 18 and I was in school. That's a whole nother story, but he saved my life. I was dead at 18. I was dead. Dead as a doornail. I mean, you can't get deader than dead. Dead, heart, not beating, not beating, nothing. Wasn't nothing going on. And when you die, oh my goodness. There, there ain't no last words or last requests. You out. Boom, heart stop, you out. There ain't no, let me go do this real quick. Nope. There ain't no, let me get, let me, let me accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Nope. You don't even get that chance. But he saved me. That's why I'm telling you, he's alive and he's returning soon for his church, for his bride. The church is his bride. John 635, Then Jesus declared, this is for your communion. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Here's another one. John 633. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Isaiah 53 and 5. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him. And by his wounds, we are healed. You getting it? Jesus came to heal us. Jesus came to save us. Jesus came to save us. He did it already and he already won the battle. All you got to do is believe you don't have to get sick. Don't say, don't say that, oh, I'm going to get sick or, oh, or if you, if you have, you discover that you do have this virus, 
then that's a great opportunity to start saying, I believe I am healed. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke coronavirus, and I believe that I am healed. I receive my healing now. Take communion. Every time you take communion, say, I'm healed. Thank you, Jesus. I receive my healing now. When you exercise faith, it happens instantly. Start start doing it. You bump yourself. You bump your knee. Just say, oh, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke knee pain and I receive it. Don't even lay hands on it. Just hold your hands up. Father, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke knee pain and I receive healing to my knee right now. Right knee, left knee, both knees, whichever one it is. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke whatever cancer. And I receive healing to my body right now in the name of Jesus. Having faith does not hurt you. God uses medicine as a tool. And even in medicine, you got to believe that the medicine is going to work. Because if you have any doubt in your mind and your body that is not going to work, then it's not going to work. Your body will find a way to fight it off. Because healing is spiritual, just like sickness is spiritual. And you are speaking spirit, so everything that happens is spiritual. So speak life to yourself. Speak life. You waiting on these different vaccines to come? How about this? Speak life to yourself. You can't get a greater vaccine than the blood of Jesus. You cannot get a greater vaccine than the blood of Jesus. Because they're saying that this thing is a bird flu. And in order to create a vaccine, you got to have a part of that bacteria in order to make a vaccine. That part of that, that DNA of that bat will go on the inside of you. I'm just saying. I would prefer not to have bat juice in my blood. That's all I'm saying. I do not want to alter my DNA. I say plead the blood of Jesus. Plead the blood. Remember, God has not given you a spirit of fear. In verse Isaiah 41 and 10, it says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee, yea, I will help thee, yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness. God got you. That's a guarantee. He's like, if you trust and believe in me, I got you. When I shouldn't say if, it's when you trust and believe in God and fear not. Do not be terrified. When you trust God. Do not be terrified. Trust him. Believe him. Confess your healing. Some people will believe what I'm saying and some people will not. I'm hoping that you take an opportunity, a mustard seed of faith and just believe what I'm telling you. And all you got to do is get saved. Take communion. Just do it every time you eat. You eat three times a day on average. Some people don't have that much food. You eat once a day. Take communion. Even if you have to take a half a cracker in the morning, a half a cracker or a quarter of a cracker in the morning and a quarter of a cracker in the evening. 
take communion. But I'm believing that you're so blessed that you're you're not starved for food. Because I don't want you to be starved for food. I want you to be blessed. Pray Psalms 91 over yourself. And know that God loves you. 100%. God wants you in his kingdom. And he wants you healthy and whole because he made you to be healthy and whole. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and you want to, you can receive him into your heart right now. You can receive the the free gift of salvation. You can be forgiven of every sin. Everything. No matter what you may have done in your life, nothing is so bad that God cannot forgive you. Because he's already done it. He's already done it. God wants you whole. He wants you blessed. He wants you healthy. He wants you to believe him. Be forgiven of your sins. Just repeat this after me. I'm not going to do a long one. I'm going to just say this. Lord, I've heard your word, and I believe you. I want to be forgiven, and I want to be healed. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I repent of all my sins, and I come to you, Lord, through the shed blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father, for forgiving me of all my sins. And I thank you for seeing me the way you see Jesus. Thank you for allowing his blood to speak for me. I receive your son, Jesus, as my Lord and Savior. And I receive the blessings and the benefits of the blood. Of your blood. The blood of Jesus. I thank you Lord. I want to talk to you every day. And I receive the gift. Of your heavenly tongues. And evidence of speaking. In the spirit. In the Holy Spirit. And evidence of tongues. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Read your Bible every day. I'm not going to apologize that that prayer was a little bit more advanced than normal. Because it was. But God knows. The blood of, this is the one thing you got to remember. The blood of Jesus is more than enough. And the way you plead the blood is you simply say, I plead the blood. That means blood of Jesus speak for me. And the blood of Jesus will begin to speak for you. Jesus is your counselor in heaven. And he will act like your attorney. He will go to the supreme courts for you, which is the court of the father. And he will go before the council of God. And he will intercede on your behalf in heaven. And, and the Holy Spirit is in the earth. And the Holy Spirit will move you around all hurt, harm, and or danger, including coronavirus. 
God will move heaven and earth for you. All he asks you to do is to have faith and to say what he says. And what he says is you shall live and not die. He called you the head and not the tail. He called you above and not under. You're not to be in hell. You're to be in heaven. And you're to go full force. Believe in God and trusting in him. Jesus loves you and he wants you in his kingdom. He wants he wants you to know his love. Tell do people a favor and tell them that Jesus lives and he is alive and he wants us to be healthy and whole all the days of our long life of which he gave us 120 120 years. Take everyone and love and be loved. And don't be so quick to get angry. Trust God. I'm trusting God with my life. I trust God with those that I love. I trust the Lord 100%. Read your Bible every day. Start off with the book of Genesis. And just continue reading it. Get yourself in a Bible-based church. You can go online right now. Amen. You can check out emic.org, Kenneth Copeland Ministries, Bill Winston Ministries, Living Word Christian Center, Creflo Dollar, Jerry Savelle Ministries, TBN, CBN, Trinity Broadcast Network, Christian Broadcast Network. Lots of places to go. T.D. Jakes. And don't worry about what people say about these people. Because some people say, well, they're too rich to preach. How many poor people are able to do as much as somebody with some money? Not much. Or some kind of influence. Ain't nothing wrong with being rich. We all want to be rich. Who wants to be hungry? I don't know. Nobody don't want to be hungry. But here's a story you got to know about T.D. Jakes. T.D. Jakes would take his paycheck and feed anybody that came to church. Which means his house would be to the overflowing filled with people from church. And he would feed every single one of them out of his own pocket. He didn't have any excess money. All that money went to feed the hungry people in the neighborhood and anybody that came to the church. Anybody that came to Sunday church, they got Sunday dinner. They didn't have to come out of their pocket with anything, whether they were rich or poor. If you came there and you wanted a plate, you could eat. So don't knock him down for having a little bit of change right now or a lot of change. He sold everything. To get what he has right now. Just like Jesus. Jesus sold his entire life. He sold. S-O-E-D. Sold. Sold meaning he planted himself. For you. He took the punishment for you. So that you could live. He took the punishment. So that you could live. 
so that you can have an opinion of, yes, I'll receive Jesus or no, I won't receive Jesus. He, Jesus died so that you could have that free will. So take it and say, Lord Jesus, I receive your forgiveness. I want to live like you. I want to I want to love like you, Jesus. Honor the Lord. Tell people about him because he's coming back soon and he's coming for his church. So you got to be ready, which means you got to be saved and you got to be living and loving like the Lord in spirit and in truth, meaning don't fake it. There ain't no such thing as fake it till you make it in God because he going to see that. And he's like, if you faking it, then this is what I want you to do. I want you to forgive everybody that has hurt you. And then that way you won't be faking it no more. Amen. Amen. This is Kathy Brox for LUTG Radio's WKKP Digital Broadcasting. I will see you later. You're a small business, you work hard, but you don't have a huge marketing budget and you're always looking for new ways to find customers. Have you ever thought about audio? You're listening to an ad right now, aren't you? Introducing AudioGo, a new online platform that lets you run ads on the top podcast and digital radio stations. Don't have a radio ad? We'll make one for you. Sign up for free today at audiogo.com. AudioGo, audio advertising made simple. You're a small business, you work hard, but you don't have a huge marketing budget and you're always looking for new ways to find customers. Have you ever thought about audio? You're listening to an ad right now, aren't you? Introducing AudioGo, a new online platform that lets you run ads on the top podcast and digital radio stations. Don't have a radio ad? We'll make one for you. Sign up for free today at audiogo.com. AudioGo, audio advertising made simple.